Hey there, welcome to Jed Banger's Ball. I'm your host, Jed Mayhew. Uh, today on the show, we have Jeff Freeberg, uh, or Freiberg, or Freebird, uh, musician and uh, photographer, artist, uh, Jeff. Uh, I met him through his girlfriend, Lena, uh, who plays in the band Feels. And uh, we were just talking the other night, and I saw he practices at the same space as we do. And I, I asked him if he'd be on the podcast, and uh, he said, yeah. And uh, he's got a band right now called uh, Number that's in the middle of a uh, a residency here in L.A. at the uh, Echo. Fonz is, I don't know, it's almost... Uh, it's dog walking time right now, so Fonz is making uh, groaning noises and rubbing his butt in the air at me because <clears throat> this is about the time that he either eats and runs into the other room and devours the food or uh, it means it's time for me to take him on his daily walk here. Uh, and as you'll hear in the uh, in the, in the middle of the... Uh, oh, now, he's, uh, now he's choking on his food. Okay, great. Uh... You'll hear in the middle of the episode, uh, we had, I had three dogs over, uh, during the interview, uh, Billy who lives down the street and is a girl, uh, Fonzie who lives here at the house and is a boy and, uh, and then Charlie who also lives in the neighborhood and who I was also watching that day. So at some point I think someone from Amazon prime, uh, made the mistake of trying to drop off a package and was attacked by three vicious rescue dogs, uh, Chihuahua mixes and or Dachshund Terrier, what have you. I call them the Tijuana Terriers now. That's his, that's their vibe because they're all from Tijuana. Well, I don't know. Actually, Charlie's Canadian, I think. Uh, he's the, uh, he's the Megan Merkel of the, well, she's not Canadian, but, uh, that shitty show that she was on was filmed in Canada. I heard that's what I was told in acting class last night. Anyways, uh, what's uh, what's new here? What's what I saw uh, Hank Wood and the Hammerheads this weekend. Finally, Jess and I went to the show. Uh, fucking ripping. Uh, they have keyboard. I'd read online that they that people were complaining about the new album sounding like Mercy Devils, and I listened to it. I didn't necessarily uh, pick up on that, but they they do have the same keyboard sound as those Mercy Devils records, which I. Uh, am far too familiar with uh working at uh the record label at the time when those came out and also even before i worked there the fucking first record came out i'm talking about mercy devils now i'm not not talking about hankwood and the hammerheads but uh the first mercy devils record came out i was in high school and uh i saw them at Lollapalooza on like one of the small stages and uh and then ended up working at sub pop later when they were on there but uh that keyboard sound is like ingrained in my brain and uh Hankwood and the Hammerheads use that same kind of keyboard sound <clears throat> but it, but the music's completely different of course but it was just interesting to hear it i i didn't find it off putting or whatever i just it just reminded me of that <clears throat> so let's see what uh so just so we are hyping the right stuff here uh Jeff Freeberg who's on the show today his band number their record is coming out Friday, um, and the label is what the fuck is the label called for this one? It's it's an it's a different. It's not ghostly, but um, shit, I can't remember the name of the label that uh, it's coming out on. Ah, fuck! He told me the other night. 
Let's see. I'll look it up here. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Ah, well, what? whatever the fuck. It's on some fucking label. Oh, Felt Records. F-E-L-T-E Records. Uh, so Felt Records is releasing the number album this Friday, uh, which is going to be... What the fuck is the date this Friday? Jesus Christ, I'm all over the goddamn place. Um, uh, I don't know, the 27th? No, 20, 25th. 25th. And also, uh, the new um, new band that I'm in, Golden Grease, is playing this Friday the 25th at uh, The Echo. And it features members of The Intelligence and the band Lamps. Uh, and me. Uh, so check that out if you can. We don't have any music up on the site or on any sites right now for that. Uh, we don't have any sites. Uh, we're still figuring shit out. Uh, as far as zigzags are concerned, we got Desert and Denim Festival in Joshua Tree, June 2nd. Um, I think that's all that we have in June. We're still fucking writing and recording. I sent some shit. I don't want to, like, you know, say too much, but I sent some stuff to uh, a singer of a hardcore band from the 80s that we all know and love, uh, and uh, he said he's going to play it on his radio show. So, the demo off the new album. So, uh Looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, Zigzags are writing and recording. We're going on tour in July. Uh, we'll be going through Texas. We'll be going to New Orleans and back pretty much. Uh, I think I mentioned that before. All right, this intro is getting way too fucking long and the dog needs to go for a walk. Let's talk to Jeff Freeberg. Can you talk into that thing? Hey. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, that that place is funny. I haven't... Uh, I feel like that place is the... Uh, we, we used to live in this neighborhood, and when we first moved out here, everyone was like... Uh, oh, oh, it's you, the spot. You gotta go get it. Yeah. No, 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 not even that. This was like like a long time ago, like oh, shit. eight years ago or something like that. And when we moved from Echo Park and over to Highland Park, everyone was just like... Oh, you guys are retiring. Like, oh my God, we'll never right? see you again, you know? <laughs> and that place to me, we used to live right down the corner from that place, Monty 52. And I kind of, I, I always think of that place as like the weird, like, um, that was like the first stone. Oh, yeah. That was thrown in the like <laughs> weird, like, noticed like that the neighborhood was like, yeah, because it's a super Hispanic neighborhood down there. Yeah. It looks like it used to be an old, like, bodega-style market, too. Yeah. Which and is crazy. It, well, it was. That's the thing, is it, it was totally... It totally was like that. And when we, when we found it, I was, like, really stoked because we would go down there and get, like, vegetables and stuff and, and salsa and, like, all this homemade stuff down there. And then And then when we came, we moved back, and then when we moved back here again... It was just like they had like uh, wine and like you know <laughs> like, Gruner oh, Vetlander and like a, <laughs> and a little sandwich shop and stuff and it's cool. I mean, I, I still go there all the time. But yeah, I was just passing by and I was like, "Well, I should get a coffee." And then my coffee turned into I'll get a water, and then my water turned into I'm definitely gonna get a kombucha, and then my kombucha turned into I guess I'll get a kombucha on tap. Nice. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So a coffee and kombucha. Yeah. Nice. It's my jam. Yeah. Is that the is that the normal morning uh, oh, pick me up? Definitely. I have to have coffee one time a day and just in the morning, and then I never have it again throughout the day. Oh, lucky. It's like you. right when I get up is when <laughs> I have it, and then I'm done. 
with it for the rest of the day. I'll keep going forever. Like yeah, forever. I can't do that, man. It makes me fucking crazy. Yeah. I was working at this place where they had like an espresso machine. Uh-huh. And it was dangerous. Yeah. Because I was drinking so much caffeine that at a certain point, it was like caffeine didn't do anything for me. So then it got to the point where I needed to drink Red Bull. Oof. And I was like, this is not good. No. Like, I need, yeah, I need a break. We were just talking <laughs> about that the other day. It was, someone was like asking me, like, have you ever had a Monster Energy drink? And I was like, I don't think so. I used oh to have God. a couple Red Bulls when it first came out. I was like, oh, I'll try these. But it was really, it, it, it ended quickly as far as like. I don't know, man. Speedy stuff like that. I, 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 I can't handle it. <laughs> when I was in high school, I drank a shitload of Monster. <laughs> it was awful. I had like a mini fridge in my bedroom and we I had it like fully stocked with Monster and those like shitty oh uh, little like Starbucks Frappuccino things. Uh, I'd yeah. wake up every morning and it'd just be like, and you're, you're like, you know, or before bed, like a fucking idiot. You had a mini fridge in your... Dude, yeah. I got one at like a thrift, uh, like a yard you, sale or Ferris something. Bueller? Yeah. It was amazing. I even had like my own groceries sometimes. I'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, like I'm getting hummus. What? Don't don't want my like dad's friends to eat it. What? Your dad's where did wait okay. Where where did you grow up at? I grew up in El Segundo, which is like a little okay. it's like a it's like a pretty blue collar town near LAX, but it's like on the beach. It's like yeah. sandwiched between like the Chevron refinery the water treatment plant in the airport and then Raytheon. So it's like fully sandwiched in all these like crazy weird commercial. Is that where Bert is from? That's where Bert's from too. So that's how I met Bert. Oh, did you guys go to high school together? Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, I was a senior when he was a freshman. Okay. But I think, I don't even know how we actually first met. I think it was probably at like some random party. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, you're the only dude here like me. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, no, none of my friends care about music at all. Right. They're like, dude, that new like Skrillex track is tight. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> like, get me like, yeah, totally. It sounds cool. Yeah. You know, and then I met Bert and it was like, yeah, that was like my fast track into like living in music world. Yeah. It was crazy. I was Did like, you, whoa, there's you, a friend. There's someone I know who's like me here. Crazy. And then that, and then I met Juju right after. And then me and Juju started Froth. Okay. With Bert, actually, in Bert's oh. garage. Okay. <laughs> right. I was going to ask you, but okay, so what ha- Like, what happened with Froth then, though? Like, you got mm. kicked out of Froth? Hell yeah, I got the boot hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when I first met you, I think, like, I think I knew who you were. This is a, So I was talking to Lena, your girlfriend at work, and she was saying that you were going to go to New York or whatever. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. And I hadn't met you yet. <laughs> and I was like... And she was just like, yeah, I don't know what to do. It's like, it's so, like, it sucks. He's moving to New York and stuff. And I had met you and I didn't really know her that well. We were just working together. And I was like, you should break up with that guy. You know? like, <laughs> like, just don't, don't do like a Yeah, long totally. I mean, plug. that makes sense, right? You're like, you've known this guy for how long? And I didn't even know. Bailing? I didn't know. I didn't know that. I just knew that you were moving to New York. And then I just knew that I was like 38 years old and working <laughs> in a pizza place and like, and like had been through enough like relationships to be like yeah man like fuck like long distance relationships yeah. i was just saying that like <laughs> this like general like advice or whatever and then like and then when i met you i was like oh no don't break up with that guy that guy rules like, <laughs> let, him, let him go to new york yeah but, it, but then i was like but then you got you were got booted from froth and then also mind mel <laughs> oh yeah and mind mel that was the fucking best that's like my favorite I mean, I don't think anyone knows this story, but I was like on the, I was on my way out for so long 
like when it first started almost with it was Bert, like with, Bert's band or, yeah because yeah. it was Hoover 3 right and then Liz joined and we were going for a minute and it was cool I was having fun yeah but at a certain point I was like I don't know if this is necessarily my thing yeah I know there's some like pushback as to like maybe there shouldn't be a synth in the band and right. I was like all right I'm gonna take this and like I'm gonna I'm gonna use this energy real quick and I met up with Bert I was like we should hang out let's meet up and he's like, yeah, let's meet up. And we meet up. And before either of us can say, like, you're out or I'm out, it was just, like, almost like we are shaking hands. Like, yeah, okay, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good, though. That's good. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the good. mutual, like, I was like, damn, I got. I think I got to quit this band. And then they're like, damn, I think we got to kick Jeff out. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, one of, that was just funny. It, it, this is so, like, inside baseball. Like, anyone that, like, maybe is listening to this even right. knows the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> right, about. totally. But it's, like, uh, it was just funny to me because at the time, I think we were, pra- we were sharing the practice space mm-hmm. with you guys. And then, and then uh, I just, you know, like, I have, like, friends like uh, Lars from The Intelligence that I've known for mm-hmm. ever. And just, like, people that, like, have been in bands forever and have toured forever and, like, have had, like, bands with tons of different band members and just, like, so (laughs) many personalities and so many people over the years. And then, like, Lars and I will sometimes, like, text just, like, you know, weird, like, band gossip stuff to each other (laughs) or something about, like, oh, have you heard this? Or, like, this sucks or blah, blah, you know? (laughs) And I just remember, like, I I don't even know if we talked about this, but I just, in I can hear, like, Lars's voice in my head just being, like, like... Oh, you guys kicked out the like really nice, like good looking guy out of the band. <laughs> Something we would say. Like, That's so funny. Like our weird, like like we're like weird like fantasy band managers <laughs> right. or something like like we know how to like that would be a really fun game. Like how to do this, you know? Like, right. Like we figured it out, even though we're like still playing to the same like, twenty people twenty years later. Um. So what? But like, so did you just live with? Did you live with your dad? Is this like an Anthony Kiedis sort of situation? Yeah, well, sounds like it. Yeah, it was crazy. So, like, growing up, my parent. Well, my parents got a divorce when I was young, which was fine. And then my mom moved to Long Beach and got into some like crazy ass shit. Mm -hmm. And then she went off to like prison for a while. Shannon Lay's mom. Yeah. Okay. And like, she's rad. She's all on the straight and narrow now, which is cool. Yeah. But it was dicey for a long time. So I was pretty much just living with my dad. Yeah. And my sister, and like. yeah, so I like you know help take care of my sister and shit. What was your dad? He's a contractor, okay. but he yeah. was just working, you know, trying to like provide for two kids. Like yeah. you know, like oh shit, like what you know. And your mom went to jail. Yeah. Oh my god. She went like a few times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, I think she's definitely on like the last strike sort of thing. But she's been good for a long time. So it's like, I mean, as a kid, you're like you don't really understand, and then you're like, holy shit, that's yeah. like you know, that's serious. Yeah. Do you see her now, though? Oh, yeah, I see her all the time. And she's in Long Beach? She's in she's in El Monte now. Okay. Or yeah. Whittier, Whittier, sorry. Okay, same, yeah. same ballpark. El Monte, yeah. yeah. Arts Burgers, the art of burgers. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know these two kids from El Monte that, like, were one of the first, like, couple kids that uh, uh, ever kind of, like, paid attention to the band, and, like, we kind of became friends, like, early on, and they, like, came out to, like, shows a bunch, and we just kind of always, like they were like the only people that wanted to be on the guest list. So like, you know, and they were, they're, they're these brothers and they're from El Monte. Well, and, uh, 
and they said, oh, I said, where are you from? They're like, oh, we're from El Monte. And I was like, oh, yeah, Art's Burgers, the Art of Burgers. And they were just like, you know about that place? Like, Damn. Like, yeah. I was like, I drove by there one time. I thought it was a funny. El Monte's crazy. Yeah, it's just a real old school like totally. part of, I mean, LA has these parts where it's just like, man, it's like, it's like such a like kind of 50s vibe. Or oh, 100%. And it right? kind of hasn't changed. Yeah. All the architecture is still pretty much the same. Yeah. I love driving around over there. Like, I, I sometimes I just drive around over there, like, in that sort of San Gabriel Valley area because mm-hmm. of just, like, how insane it is, like, how much, like, Chinese stuff it is, just, like, how much Asian stuff there is in general is, like, fascinating and, like... It's amazing. Just all the, like, different it, types of restaurants and I just, like... It's I'll like just, a whole other world I'll from, just, like, where we're at. Yeah, and I'll just drive up and down, like, Valley Boulevard and just kind of, like, look at the signs oh, totally. and try to, like figure out what the hell like every place is you know it's kind of amazing i get my film developed over there and Uh so like i just kind of found this place and we don't i don't live too far from there like san gabriel valley area yeah so like i'll go over there and drop off my film but then i'll make like i'll like spend it'll be like almost like a day trip because i'll go and i'll just cruise around like for like a couple hours yeah and just look at it there's so much shit just like park my car somewhere and walk for a mile and be like where am i like yeah it's awesome yeah uh when we were living over closer like when we were living over in atwater i kind of stopped going out there as much because over here my favorite thing is to go up the 110 and then get off on fair oaks and just drive all the way down like atlantic or or what is it garvey or garfield or i think it's garvey right? yeah garvey yeah. and then just go up and like drive all the way up like through el monte and all oh, that that's stuff. amazing and, yeah because it's just that, that like weird like old old timey stuff mixed with like crazy like cultural <laughs> explosion totally, totally. <laughs> it's know? insane yeah la is such a melting pot it's kind of it's wild as hell. I've lived like all over LA. I lived in like South Central Inglewood for a long, uh-huh. for like two years. And that was pretty rad. By yourself or like? I lived in a ware. I was like a warehouse kid. Yeah. Like lived in a warehouse with a bunch of other kids who were like making art, going to art school. Right. They were all kind of like Burning Man spectrum art though. So <laughs> yeah. it was like, I was like, you know, I had like a dark room and was like trying to do like art shows, and they're like, "Let's throw glitter and feathers on it, guys!" Like yeah. Molly will fix it. Like right. you're like, okay, great. There's <laughs> a guy with a blowtorch, right? And, yeah. <laughs> but, well, they would make these crazy freak bikes too, like the yeah. tall bikes, like and like weird, weird ass bikes. It yeah. was, it was weird. I was, it was tight down there. No uh, one fucked with us because we were just a bunch of weird white kids. Sure. Yeah. They were just like. Yeah, it's like, like uh, you got to look crazy because then they're just like, I don't even want to like figure yeah. out what the hell's wrong with these people. No, it's pretty good. <laughs> it was amazing. I went to the, I was d- delivering like the LA record for a while, like the newspaper. And mm. I went to like the brewery, the like brewery downtown LA where they have like the loft space and they're just a bunch of fucking dudes in there. Like, you know, welding, like uh metal together to make like some giant, like angel that's going to that, like, yeah, <laughs> that place is insane. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck do these people have this have money to like? That's live, what I never live in these places. These materials aren't cheap either, and those no. places aren't cheap. It's and they're like, just gonna put it in the shit. desert, yeah, <laughs> for like a weekend for yeah. people to like trip out on. Oh, like, like, is anyone buying that? I, I hope not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, shit, I really hope not. <laughs> the people that are buying it are just the people that have enough money to buy that are the people that are like destroying the earth in general. It's like that's like the fucking new world order. Like reptilian people that are just like, oh, cool! I'm gonna put this fucking Burning Man uh, 
brass archangel in, in a glass <laughs> case in my living room like look at this thing yeah. and you're just like fuck dude really i want to get out of this house <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah but they probably have some like crazy ass job where they're like a scientist and that's like their get out you know they're like oh let's go take drugs in the desert not yeah. like normal people though i'm down with taking drugs in the desert yeah that's that's like, that's what san francisco's become right you know like we were just there we played a show and like it like i we were like getting out of the van and it's just like driving that fucking i-5 north thing is like one of my my least favorite drives <laughs> in all of uh touring in general but we drove up it and we it took like seven hours even though everyone says it takes five every single it always takes time. longer it sucks and like we always eat it in and out and then <laughs> we get there and we're like getting out of the van and i look over and there's like this <laughs> like woman like on like with a like a bike helmet and then like pads and you know like skateboarding uh outfit uh like gear you know protective gear oh but God. on one of those like one giant wheel you know like oh <laughs> oh no but it's all like and all of her all of her clothes are like led lights and they're flashing and she's just on one of those giant wheels and she's just Please. cruising by <laughs> super fast oh like, my god just she's... standing on it like just driving by us like a fucking tron person or that something that is insane I don't Wait, know. Is it one of the electronic ones, those wheels? Yeah, I don't oh. know. It's not gas. I mean, it's right. just, I don't know what it is. Oh, it's, it's like powered. Yeah, you just yeah, yeah. stand on this giant, like, tire, and it just, like, takes goes. you around. Yeah, you know, dude, but... I saw one of those, some kids, like, ripping around on one of those in France once. It was wild. But... I see. I mean, the That's fucking... insane. Like, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just like, you're like, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> this person's so, like, advanced from where, like, I'm just walking on my feet, and yeah. then this person's just flying by on, like, a weird <laughs> wheel. You see know? you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, in France, the fucking cops are on rollerblades, though. Yeah, that's a trip. <laughs> like, that's, like, the last thing I'd want. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going to run from these cops. All right, cool. I'm just going to go up some stairs. Yeah. And it's like, oh, sorry, hold on. Like, you're I wanna, not getting anywhere on rollerblades. I want to go to France and get chased by those cops and then, like, throw a bunch of, like, marbles on the ground. <laughs> 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 just, like, a banana or something. Yeah. Like, I want to, like... Some, I want, ser some serious cartoon action. Yeah, I want to live, like, a real cartoon <laughs> style, like... And then also, like, they're not going to shoot you or, like, beat you up, like, here no. or something. But you could, I mean, like, fucking, I don't know, like, throw down, like, a, like, spray a bunch of Elmer's glue, like. <laughs> the act, like, Acme stop the cop. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going, so you're in El Segundo. What kind of fucking uh, music and stuff were you listening to at the time? What year is this, anyway? This is 2000, I guess when I started to get into music was, like, 2000, like, my eighth grade year or whatever. Two, so, like, okay. 2000. My eighth grade, my eighth grade year. What I graduated in two thousand eight. My eighth grade year was nineteen eighty eight. So I was oh was, tight. Or wait, no, no, no. That was no. I was eight years old. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I got into music. That was eight eighty eight. So it was two thousand eight. Was when you graduated? Yeah. So like two thousand three, two thousand four, okay. and it was weird because yeah. like I started. Well, I always skated, so I would like get music. Yeah, everyone from, from fucking California yes. skates. Yeah. No, yeah. it's crazy. It's like in your DNA if you're yeah. born here. It's yeah. like you're the, at some point you're pushing around a piece of wood and everyone in new york says that they skate but they just really just carry <laughs> skateboards right. to bars yeah i've seen that for sure yeah but then they occasionally those guys will drop it down and like do something crazy and you're like what the fuck dude you're no there's good there's, there's good people though but i just <laughs> i've seen a lot of guys that are just hang out in bars with skateboards and oh york. definitely yeah. 
Um, so you were listening, what kind of music were you, you? So I started listening to the shit that was like in skate videos. Oh yeah. Like obviously Bowie was like a big one, but Bowie like, was in skate videos. Yeah. Which videos? He was in like, he was in the sorry, like the, what is it? Was it sorry? Which was like one of the flip videos. Mm, okay. And then like Arto skated to him, but it was like also like in like the Baker videos, they were right. all like these like punk dudes who are like wearing bowie shirts like had boat like ziggy stardust on their decks like it was right. you know it was definitely like heavy on the bowie thing for a minute which was rad so i was like that was always kind of in the background but like the things it's like kind of weird but there was my freshman year of high school i only listened to two records like consecutively the whole entire year and it was like those are like my bibles but it was the one that was on heavy rotation like the most was dead kennedy's fresh fruit for rotten vegetables yeah and that like changed my game like my dad's friend who he worked with my dad's a contractor so like some other construction guy was like dude i was at the the san francisco show tripping on acid and like 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 what i don't know like late 70s or something and he's yeah. like he's like and he jello Mabu comes hey out Gardens. with these red gloves and oh, i yeah. was tripping so hard and he's like you gotta see like in me i'm like you know like 13 i'm like i'm not even I haven't even thought about what I would be like to be on acid. I'm like, whoa, that's some shit that like they tell you in school is going to kill you. Right. And like, so he gives me this VHS. And I've I seen that. Sit one. down and watch it. I watched it, it at the was, same. T- I watched it ten years before you watched. I was it. blown away. Yeah. I was like, this is insane. This he's is got insane. the like star belt buckle, and yeah. he's got the kind of like cowboy shirt. Like it's or it's not really a cowboy shirt. It's like a weird like silk shirt, and then yeah. he has those two gloves on, like the plastic gloves, which are so like. Talk about like some stage flair. That's like some next level. What weird were those? Shit. Gl- is, it's funny because you said you're 13. When I heard that record, I was 13 too. This was 1993 when I heard it, and I used to put it on like that in like a Misfits record, and I would listen to them like at. I had "Give Me Convenience" or "Give Me Death." Was the Dead Conven- Oh, okay. Dead Kennedys, which is like the more. I think it's like more of like a compilation of like singles but it was the same thing where i listened to that record like every day and then i saw that video too yeah it's so amazing yeah yeah so that was like a big like you know i was like a i was like not like dressing like a punk or anything Mm -hmm. or like i was always like there was a big like hardcore scene in the south bay when i was growing up so it was like everyone was like super into hardcore of course and i didn't really want to okay guys (laughs) we have three dogs here today um, it's probably like a delivery person or something. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had to edit out some of Shannon's stuff too. Guys, what? No, stop. All right. Okay. Where's the other one? Oh, there it is. I say we leave the dogs in there. I like the dogs. It's fine. This is the sweetheart one. The only one that I don't, the only one I don't get to keep is the nice dog, and all the other ones are fucking insane. Um. So okay. So dead Kennedys. Yeah, so I I was like, oh well, well for one it was like super hardcore scene at the time, oh, right. and I didn't necessarily want to like look like a hardcore kid or like kind of I've never I've always tried to not wear shit on my sleeve, right? Just because I feel like it's sometimes I don't know if it naturally happens that's fucking rad, but like I'm no always band like, t-shirts. Oh, I wore band t-shirts. Okay. And I love wearing band t-shirts. Okay. I'm wearing my own band t-shirt. Yeah. Right? I think it's rad though. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to Jesse the other night. We were going somewhere, and I, was, I just had it on because I was like. Sometimes I just wear the band T-shirt to like do shit in the yard. Yeah, totally. And then I was like, and then we we're going out, and I was like, I was like, is it lame to like wear my own band T-shirt to a show? And she's like, I don't care. And I was like, 
I kind of like only like it in the sense that maybe someone would be like annoyed by it. Right. I think it's rad when people wear their own banters because then I'm like, damn, that shirt, like they back that shirt. That's a rad shirt. That's true. Um, so you didn't want to be, be a, you don't want to appear as a hardcore kid. Right. Yeah. I was down with the, I'd go to hardcore shows and stuff, but yeah. So anyways, I was like, definitely like no, none of my friends really got dead Kennedys. They were all into rap and shit. Oh yeah. And so, uh, my one other band that I could like show what could listen to with my friends, like when we were like can going I, skating. Can I guess? Yeah. Was it Rage Against the Machine? No. Was it? Okay. <laughs> I wish. Okay. I mean, they're rad. Okay. It was fu- the weirdest shit. I'm a robot. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that was like my, and I, like, I, ever, like, people can hate on that band for sure. I can hate on that band. I love that band though. It's so weird. Okay. But you know what that band became, right? Oh, totally. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like back to talk about like, you know, metal angels in a glass box in someone's living room. Yeah. Like total like faux hippie desert bullshit <laughs> for sure. This is so my, my good buddy used to be the manager of I'm a robot. Crazy. He also used to tour with uh fish, uh, as a, like a, as like a mascot and he would oh like sell drugs and stuff in the parking lot but then also would like run out in the crowd and like hype him up and he wore a cape and all this stuff that's amazing i don't want to say too much but uh he was a manager for i'm a robot and my like sort of theory was that like that guy was um putting on the makeup for like an i'm a robot show oh yeah and then like heard uh a Devendra Bonhart song playing on a stereo and as he was like putting the eyeliner on it just like smudged and he just he's stopped like, Stop. and he's like I know what I gotta do now you know, he had an epiphany I gotta do something else you know? <laughs> I feel like that's the, that's my version of it yeah I could totally see that I have a friend who plays in uh what the fuck is oh Edward Sharp yeah oh really yeah. crazy I saw Edward Sharp in Marfa Texas like at a like art gallery one of their like i don't know if it was their first show but they were like playing to you know 20 people in an art gallery in texas you know and i had that same thing where i had kind of like what is this fucking like burning man like kind (laughs) of you know like uh mumford and sons like like banjo street musician (laughs) oogle fucking scene or whatever you know like I mean, I don't care what the fuck yeah. they do now. Do you know? whatever like, you do. I don't give a yeah. shit, but it's totally not my thing. It was just, <laughs> I was just like, and then it was just like, I, I was like, oh, f- I, heard, I saw that they were playing, you know, they're playing like the fucking Hollywood Bowl or something. And I'm like, oh, that was that fucking like Tin Can Alley band or right, whatever. Yeah. Like, like, it's you know, funny how that shit happens. The guy with the fucking leather boot that's like not attached to the sole and his like little socks are hanging out and he's got fingerless gloves on and the fucking like, you know. <laughs> right cigar in his mouth yeah it's know. crazy i got them through a skate video though which still so i was like oh, okay cool like and that always skate videos always gave like validation to shit for me where i was like well these guys are fucking rad yeah and they like this shit and then like you know fast forward then working and skating and stuff like people don't know they usually pick their songs or they do sometimes but it's like well i lived in such a small town when i was in high school and i had a powell peralta video oh fuck yeah and in that video was like the first time that I ever heard the Pixies and who I don't like. And, <laughs> uh, and I heard Steve Miller band in there oh. and Van Halen. Those are the three songs that I remember from that video. Right. And none of those are like my favorite bands. I mean, I like Steve Miller band, but 
I, I don't really care for Van Halen either, but like in those three songs by those three bands, uh, I love to this day. And I think it's because of that video and it's Van Halen running with the devil. And the Pixie song is that, uh, Where's there that is a box coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. So, uh, I, I can't remember what that one. And then the Steve Miller song was, Here uh, Comes My Man. Is yeah, that's yeah. the one, that one. And then this, and then the Steve Miller song was, um, uh, keep on rocking me, you know, Arizona, you know, uh, so like anytime I hear those songs, I love those songs by all three of those bands. Like, and I think it's just come from watching that fucking it's video, you know, like pure nostalgia too. And I watched like, it so many times, you know, it was the only one I had. Same with like the Dead right. Kennedys record where it's like, it's the only fucking record I had. So I just listened to it over and over mm-hmm. and over again. I watched that skate video over and over and I didn't even, I wasn't even like that into skating. It's just like something <laughs> different, you know? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, yeah, skate videos really bring people together. And yeah. people who don't skate, people who skate. Well, we used to like come, come home from school and we'd all sit around and watch skate videos, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, totally. That's what we would do, too. Yeah. I mean, there was a point. And it was really. Skate, and then you'd skate to I'm a Robot. Yeah. And which is so wild. I mean, but I think it's weird because if, like, I look back or I look at what I'm doing now musically uh-huh. and I look at, like, those two records mm-hmm. or, you know, like, I don't even know what the I'm a Robot one was. I don't, I don't think it was, it was just like a self-titled or something. But right. I look at those two records and I'm like, it kind of weirdly makes sense where I'm at now, where it's like a synth-based, yeah. like can touch on poppy shit sometimes, but like with punk background, like a like like heavy punk aesthetic, yeah. Or like I'm the- like, whoa, weird. I like subconsciously merged these two bands, but like weeded out some of the shit from I don't know. Right. Well, what's let's talk about that because what so. What's the band now? Like, uh, what's what's the band called? Uh, Number. Number. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure exactly how it's supposed to. Oh be. no, it's a, it's definitely a weird one. Yeah. I like definitely it's am num like, dot er. Yeah. Yeah. I like biting my my tongue half the time when I say it because I'm like shit. No one knows how to say it, but I kind of like the confusion. I think it's cool. I I like confusion too. I mean, like we did like the first two albums look exact. The covers are exactly the same. So if some people don't know which one's which, that's and then there's songs like there's songs. There's a title of the second album's title is a song that's not on that record. Oh my god! So if you like were to Google it, like you would, you would come up with two different things, and you wouldn't know which. Oh, that's rad. But it's just like weird, like like, weird trivia shit. I love that. Just like weird, kind of like subconscious like mistakes and then and then instead of like trying to make it perfect go like oh well if we did it this way then maybe it's like makes it kind of more confusing and kind of more interesting because right. these days everyone knows everything about everything so yeah. it's like as many little curveballs as you can throw in there oh, totally but yeah i don't know but so uh so then but how long has this band been around because i didn't even know and then i saw that you guys were doing the residency thing oh yeah it's uh it's been around for a little bit it was like 2015 in De- December 2015 was our first show. Oh wow! Okay. And that was at the Echo for basically like I had been recording this record that's coming out now. Like I recorded it like three times. But, okay. Like some of it was done on at your home, own, on my own. Okay, that and makes sense now. With I'm... other, with like another a buddy of mine. Billy. I remember seeing you in at the space, and you were always like carrying around some like synthesizer, and you're saying you were like going to record something or something yeah. like that, and that makes sense. Yeah, now, so yeah. I'd like demoed a lot of it myself, yeah. and like he was working on it forever. But basically, I went into like back when Lollipop had a studio in Echo Park, and like where had, was that at? 
That was like right below the bridge on oh, okay. Sunset. Oh, right, right. Okay. In Glendale. Right. Like right where the Echo Plus the entrance Echo. is. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, so I recorded a few songs, but basically like John Roller from Mono was putting together a comp of just like all current new Echo Park stuff that he thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. And like someone was like, hey, John, you should check out Jeff's tracks. And I sent him one and he was like, put it on this comp. So it was like, I didn't even have a band formed right. or anything. And he was like, all right, well, you got to play this show. Right. And I was like, oh shit. So I basically just like rallied up like all my friends who were around. And I was like, Lena, like Nick, <laughs> Billy, yeah. like camera, Nick, anyone? It's Nick Murphy was playing drums. Nick, Mur yeah. Nick Murray's playing drums now. Uh, Nick Murray. That's yeah. right. Not Murphy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mick, Mick Murphy. Yeah. Mick Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing drums. He's playing drums. But so, he's yeah. an insane drummer. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was I was so stoked to have. I'm always stoked to play with him. When I saw the show the other night, I, I I hadn't seen him in a long time, and I wasn't sure if it was him or not. But I was. But I watched him like kind of um, brushing his hair with one hand and then keeping the beat with the other. Like <laughs> such perfectly. a Nick move. I and I was that. like, I was like, oh yeah, that is that guy. Because I don't know too many other people that can do that. Right. He's he's like so. It's it comes very so easy to him. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's very effortless to watch him play drums. Um, I got a question for you. Uh, just how do you like? I've always wondered, and this is not for me. I'm not. I'm asking for a friend. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> it's. I'm interested in like how does how does a band go about? This is a very L.A. thing too, but like you know these like residencies that happen. You know, like uh -oh. I, I when I when I was in Seattle and I was you know uh, between eighteen and your age now or whatever and uh we just never had like residencies like that we never had like we never had free shows we only had like right. the five dollar show every bill was three bands every show started at 10 and that was it you know I mean, like, that sounds rad it was rad <laughs> and it frustrates me here that like that that there are these things where it's like there's four bands and then the first band goes on at eight and it's just like dude I, I haven't even eight. fucking gotten I gotta eat dinner and shit right. like or I just got home from work and I'm gonna like run out the door to go to like the club now not, you know like not happening yeah I always try like I with the residencies I ended up was like we'll just play like thirty minutes we don't need an hour I don't even think yeah. we have an hour's worth of material sure. anyways like keep it short and tight yeah. so that way like no one like. I try to go to as many shows as I possibly can. Yeah. But it's rare that I make it there by, like, nine. Yeah, I mean, well, you literally, the other day, I said, my new band is playing. You said, I'm going to come to the show. And you came to the show, and we'd already played. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's It happens so much now. Like, like, it's too fucking early. And that's the thing. Like, I just... I don't know. I, you, bands don't need to play for more than a half an hour, and you don't need to start the show like that. That show that we played the other night, they like the email was like, "You guys can start. You, the first band can go on at nine Or and I was just like, "Dude, our set is like twenty minutes long." Yeah, push you know, it. Like, let's just. I'm play. always a fan of pushing it back. But let's just settle on ten o'clock. Yeah, as, and then people, because how many fucking texts do you get? saying what time are you playing yeah or have you played yet and it's like well if i'm not responding i'm probably playing right now yeah, yeah. just start the fucking show at 10 and then everybody knows what time you're playing yeah there should know? be a strict like curfew of like music starts at 10 in la how did you guys get the residency uh, the residency so basically like i had been going to the echo for residency since i was like 18 or 19 yeah. 
And I always thought they were really cool because it was just like a band gets to like, and they're like 18 and over, right? That's like, they were usually? forever. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize until like some kid texted or like sent a Instagram, like, Hey, uh, is it 18 up? And I looked and I was like, no, you have to staff it for that. Oh, so I if see. I would have been smart and thought about it, I could have done that. Right. I just thought it was like that, but yeah, yeah. basically like I had been doing through, I'd been going to the echo for a long time and then I was helping out at lollipop in the early days. And I like got in touch with Liz and was like, Hey, there's a bunch of bands that we're putting out that are really cool that I think maybe you guys should take upstairs. Um, and then they like lollipop did their whole thing. And so I was just kind of looped in with, with the, what they were doing. Yeah. And through that, I kind of met like, Liz and ever and like Kyle and all the people and yeah. like you know through Rex and BG who are like sure. my best friends who work there and like I just kind of started playing there more often and then yeah. eventually I was like man it'd be so rad to have a residency like they used to have back in the day because they used to be fucking slammed like you'd go on a Monday and it'd be like am I gonna get in like, right right and it was so I tried to do something like that but basically I saw Luke who's the dude is doing booking there now at footsies uh-huh. one night with Kyle. And I just walked up and I was like, Hey Luke, I want to do a residency. And he like turned and he kind of looked at me like, yeah, right kid. But like, then he's like, all right, well, what about, what about May? And I was like, all right, let's make it happen. Yeah. And he's like, all right, but you got to seal the deal. We had to seal the deal. It was over at shot a fireball. Ugh. Which is awful, but I it was just like said no residents. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I have to? <laughs> I thought it would make a funny story because it's just like, no matter what happens at the residency, it can't get worse than that shot of fireball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I just kind of asked, and then like, I I think it was just like right time. Yeah. But I think res the residencies are cool because it's like a it, it's a chance for like for me it was rad because it was like I got to book like four nights of like my favorite bands that yeah. are like av- available. Sure. You know. Yeah, I mean it's it's just like it's that thing of you know when I started this podcast it was kind of it was a little bit more like focused on uh kind of h- how people are able to do freelance jobs and survive and things like that and then it kind of got more into art and music and just about people's lives in general mm-hmm. but but you know the, the the through line through all this stuff is like you know people people i'm sure i'm sure there's bands all the time that write to the echo and are like hey can we do a residency and right. then they never they probably don't even respond most of the time or or they just go like oh we're just full up or why would you know blah 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 why would we take and and it's kind of just the you know what i've learned from fucking doing diy kind of punk rock stuff my since 25 years now or whatever it's just like you know you what what got you the residency was starting way back doing the lolly persistence yeah and well and just doing your yeah doing your own thing and working with other people and helping other bands out and you know and then in turn you hope that at some time the favor will be returned when you need it or something <laughs> right. like that. And if, no, definitely. If, That's Yeah, you can't even really think that way, but if you are putting yourself out there enough to like try to uh make something happen, then then hopefully something happens when you need it to happen. I I, yeah, I don't know what I I'm think trying that's to how say. I, that's how I've gotten the like, most eloquent. everything. It's sure. pretty much like just do like kind of like do the best you can to help out 
with things that you think are important yeah in any way like shape or form like i also do a bunch of like poster work mm -hmm. and now i have a job sort of doing like graphic work right but it all started like oh shit this band needs a poster right like i want to do a poster for them i've never done a poster and then just start trying shit and then just consistently be like i'll help i'll do one for you i'll help you out and then now it's like cool where i get to like do album artwork for bands that yeah, i like i'm like so stoked because it's like I get to be a part of that record. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I was getting. That was going to be my next kind of lead in here. In, in uh, just real quick though, when does the number record come out though? It comes out on May 25th and we have two more residencies yeah. in May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before that. Um, well, I guess it comes out next Friday. Yeah. It comes out next Friday. Yeah. So we yeah. have one more residency, then it comes out and then you have the last res residency and then I'll put this fucking, uh, interview up before that um, <laughs> but uh um so then yeah so tell me like so how did you start getting into the art thing was that in high school too yeah i yeah definitely in high school i like i always i like i accidentally took a photography class because mm -hmm. i was on like i was supposed to be on the surf team and it made me really nervous Cause like I don't know, shit. Surfing can be sketchy as fuck. You're sometimes. supposed to be on the surf team. Do you surf now? Not as not. I haven't surfed in years. Okay. I love it, but yeah. Well, I mean, like you basically sign up, yeah. and they're like, okay, there's a surf team. You can if you surf, you can be on it, mm -hmm. and then you know maybe you won't compete or whatever. But I got like cold feet. Yeah. I was like, shit, man. Like I don't want to compete surfing. That seems oh, yeah. like so sh stressful and shitty to me. Like yeah. I just like having fun. Sure. And so I pulled out and I had to take another class. So they like put me in photography. Mm -hmm. And then through that, I was like, I don't know. My grandfather was always, he's an architect and like a painter and was a photographer as well. So it was like, I just, I've always appreciated him. So I basically tried to do the class and then like, kind of like me and the teacher had like a really cool, like friendship that was like she would like not make me go to other classes because uh -huh. like, i could just hang out in the dark room right and she was super encouraging so then i was like man taking photos is rad and i was skating a lot at the time so i started taking photos of skating which quickly turned into like i want to make skate videos right so then i was always a f i always filmed and stuff and through trying to make films or skate videos i ended up like making like weird short films or like weird art montages and like got really into just the art side of it all and that just branched out where i was like oh i want to make like designs i want to do photos more than videos and like it just kind of i've always tried to immerse myself in like the arts it's always just been super attractive to me so i just kind of did it i was just like yeah i can do this even though i couldn't for the longest time mm -hmm. and i had like a a long job doing like I worked for filming like a skate history show on Vice called Epically Later. Oh yeah, which was like a dream of mine. I you was, like, filmed so, that? Yeah. I, well, I filmed a. Uh, I worked for the photographer and videographer uh, Patrick O'Dell, whose yeah. show it is for yeah. a couple, good couple years. And so I like, but that was all through a random email. It's just some kids sitting at a skate shop, like filming ki other kids skating, mm -hmm. and someone was like, "You should send this guy an email." Yeah. And I was like, hey, do you need an intern? And then it turned into that. Right. That turned into like, oh, shit, I'm filming Epically Later. This is like a dream come true. But it's all just like chance and coincidence and like putting yourself out there and just like trying to do it. Yeah. Like if you don't try to do it, then you're like never going to do it. 
I guess. I mean, it's like the <laughs> stupidest thing to say, but it's like, sure. like I would have never been playing music. Right. Well, I was talking you know? to someone last night at, at the Zebulon. I was at the show last night. I came back from practice and uh, someone said to me, uh, they're like, hey, uh, I heard someone was like, oh, like, congrats on the podcast. And I was like, what, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, I've been hearing a lot about the podcast. Like, it's like you're famous. I was like, what? Really? Okay. <laughs> That's I, right. I haven't heard anything. Um, but, uh, uh, I kind of, I was saying, I was like, you know, I'm trying to, and I, I mentioned that I was interviewing you and then I was like, you know, the idea behind the podcast is kind of what you just said, which is if you're, if someone's listening to this and they're into music and they're into art or something like that, then, and maybe they, they need like the motivation of hearing someone else say that they did it or what, or they did what they're trying to do. Or obviously we're still trying to do what we're trying to do. Totally. I mean, we'll never be full masters until like, you know, we fully master and die. Yeah. You know, or like, you know, 30 years later, someone's like, that guy was really good at that one thing. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I guess like the one thing I could say the most is like, not necessarily like, I always try not to look, I, I sort of look for validation in what I'm doing but only through like if I feel like I've hit a mile mark with it and I don't look for validation from like outside sources where Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, well that one's really good or blah, blah, blah. It's like, if I feel good about something that, I mean, that's why I do it is to Mm -hmm. just like try to make something that I think is cool. So what would you say then that your medium is mostly is it photography or is that what for like, for like a band's album cover? Oh yeah. That and then design. I've been doing like so much graphic design work on accident. It's Mm -hmm. like, it kind of took over. I kind of. And fell how did you learn how it. to do that? Just I just self-taught. I just sell. Yeah, I just started trying it. Like but, I had Photoshop, and right. I was like, "Well, I know like there's all these like cool artists that I like from back in the day. Like what?" And I would just t- like take who? influences from them, like, like, um, like Ellsworth Kelly, and like, uh, I mean, shit, I'm so bad at naming people. Like, oh. I'm blanking so hard. I'm going to leave out like my favorite artists and it's going to be bad. Ellsworth Kelly's a good one. If you tell me later, if you look at any of my stuff, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, I ripped you ripping that guy off so hard. I don't know. I see. I don't know. Uh, I don't know art and I don't know books very well. Those are where I'm like lacking. As far (laughs) as terrible with books. If you like, if I go on jeopardy or something, like I've been on game shows before and I've won money on them. Oh fuck. Yeah. But if I went on jeopardy and if it was like sports, geography, fucking, uh, shit like that, I'll, I'll crush it, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's like authors, or like I do know painters a little bit, but authors or uh, or or religion, then I'm like I, I can't answer. It. I don't know the <laughs> I don't know the names of anything. I struggle with like remember. I struggle with remembering names. I think. Yeah, that's. I'm like I'll know someone's work. Yeah. Or like I guess Frank Stella, his wife too, is amazing graphic designer. Right. Painter. Right. Yeah, I just like find things that I like, and then I'm like that. That's cool, mm-hmm. and then I try to just like take that inspiration and do something. You what know? about musically? Like what? What? Oh, musically, fuck. What, what's the inspiration there? Ooh, it's so all over the board. It's like so all over the place. But like, I find a lot of inspiration through my friends musically. Yeah. Like the music that's going on in LA right now is so exciting to me. Like, yeah. and it's so vast where you have like such rad bands like that are even friends where you have like sex style that's like more of like an electronic sort of thing but it's like you know really awesome and then you have like you know like just such a vast like 
music where you have Shannon Lay, who's like, you know, more singer, songwriter, folky, yeah. but it's like super pretty. And then you have like, she's at last episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, Shannon's the best. Yeah. But then, Did you yeah. guys know each other when you were growing up? Like, No, weirdly yeah. enough, we actually talked about it because she grew up in Redondo. Yeah. And I had friends in Redondo as well. But we pinpointed at one point that like we definitely were at, like we've definitely been at parties <laughs> together. Sure. Like in, in someone's garage, you know. Right, right. Yeah, it was crazy. It's funny. It's so funny. It's such a foreign idea to me uh, of people that are from here you know like now that i've lived here for a long time I, I have a lot of friends that are from here but just like growing up in washington state like thinking about la uh you know how different it was from where i was and then when i moved to seattle and came through la on tours we just in seattle we had such a like negative view of la oh, I you know i think everyone hates la from the outside yeah i think people do and then they move here and then they kind of can fall in love with it or it just becomes too like too, <laughs> too much stuff that they can't deal with or whatever um but uh yeah i just and then it's funny just people that grew up here and and then it it's funny to me because it's like you guys are a lot of you guys are like kind of in the same I mean, you're still going to the Echo like ten, right. ten years later. You I know, know it's like, wild. I had that yeah. realization. And I was like, "Oh fuck, it's been like nine, ten years since I've been going here." Yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember talking to Ty about um, like dri him driving, him and his friends driving up to go see shows at the Smell. Oh like, yeah, when they were like in high school, you know. Yeah, that place is amazing. I can't believe it's still around. It's so rad that it's still here. Yeah, I don't. It's just funny to me. It's just like I guess. I guess if I. I just grew up in such a small town that like I just wanted to get away from it as pos much as possible. And then like Josh from Shrine, the Shrine, who was also on the podcast, he, like you know he he still lives in Venice. You know, yeah, and it's like, I love Josh. He's yeah, such a sweetheart, <laughs> of course. But it's just like I was like he lives in his fucking parents' house. You know, and maybe I shouldn't say that. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, you know, it's like I'm like. But then I go over there and I'm just like, oh fuck, you know. I guess if I grew up here, like I wouldn't leave either. You right. know, like. But when when I was growing up in Eastern Washington, I was just like, fuck, get me out of here. You know, like <laughs> that's the worst. You know, I, I wanted I to get it. out forever, and then like you know, back to start of the podcast when I was like, all right, I'm moving to New York. Like, <laughs> I got, I like went, hopped in a van on tour with some friends and right. got to New York and was like sleeping on a couch outside the city for almost like, you know, four days trying to get a hold of like the dude I'm supposed to move in with. And I was like, fuck this city. I'm not yeah. gonna, like, this is not my place for sure. Jess is from Boston and she's in New York right now. And like, She's just texting me just like, I cannot wait to get back to LA. Like, <laughs> I hate it here. Like, she's like, it's so cool. Like, there's so much stuff happening, but she's just like, this is not my, like, vibe at all. Right. You know? I love it, but I feel like I would, like, probably, like, I would go insane there. It's, like, such a productive city. Yeah. And it's, like, so fast moving that I probably just would, like, be like, oh, shit, I haven't slept in a week. Oh, I forgot to eat. Right. Like, and then just, like, die. Yeah. I just like, but I made out. like I was in the dark room or like, oh, look at these prints, I, you know, or like, sure. oh, I made this poster, like, you know, it'd be well, like, there's no reason to stay home, you know, and right. it's not like you could, you know, if you, if you had a space or a studio or something there, you would just, you would go there all the time and work because there's no reason to hang out at your house in New York, you know, right. it's, it's, or your house, your fucking, you know, shoebox. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> loud and it's like, and there's all this stuff outside anyways. People are like moving around and you're just like, it's hard to like, just chill in your space there, right. you know. But here, it's the. Comp I mean, if you look out the window, I know it's like <laughs> we could be in, so we could be in like Oklahoma right now. <laughs> it's like there's fucking 
dogs and coyotes and squirrels everywhere so it's kind of like um so what but what are you doing now you're doing graphic design now is that your that's your job yeah you're going you're going to paris yeah yeah i'm going to paris annie told me this for work it'll be fun yeah yeah what's what's the deal with that um i'm doing some like just kind of working with like some fashion stuff yeah who i can't really say oh you can't say but they're cool as hell oh okay i mean we'll we'll i'll figure it out eventually why can't you say I mean, I probably could. Well, you don't have to. I'm just asking. Like, I have like NDAs and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. It's like really. It's gonna be cool. I'm excited to go some to be in Paris. It's like a really. That's the only city I've ever been to in Europe. Yeah. But how long are you going for? Like two months. And what are you gonna be be doing? Just like, I don't know. Whatever they want me to do. But graphic design stuff. Oh, some graphic stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Graphic, and then I like pretty much just assist in the studio. And how did you fall stuff. into that? so random just like like everything else yeah like exactly just was like i got they called me up i had i was on tour i got back the day after i was like the morning i woke up from tour i got a call like hey are you around today like we could use you in the studio and i was like okay and i went in and they're like all right red well come on in tomorrow and then eventually they were looking like we need someone who can help with like you know this, this graphic stuff or whatever I, like overheard it and i was like i can do that yeah and then well, what were you then there for initially then like fit modeling oh okay. yeah yeah okay. which is like so polar opposite right like i don't see my i'm not like definitely not like You're i like, don't they're like i hate the they're like, like just shut up and wear yeah. this fucking shirt right exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not like a big fan of I don't. I don't put people down for modeling. They can do whatever they want. It's just not my thing. Well, you're just skinny. But I'm also like down to take money from you know. Sure. Make money sometimes. Yeah. That's always fun. It's always nice yeah. to be able to make money. You're built like a coat hanger. So. <laughs> I know it's insane. <laughs> Wait ten years. I used to I look know. like that too. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's oh shit. What, you're like oh fuck. I got something to look forward to. Oh no. <laughs> wow. All yeah, right. but then I was like, yeah, I can do that, or I'll try, and then, yeah, you just started doing this shit where they're like, okay, we need you around all the time, which is like, thank God. Yeah, that's great. Solid work is always fun. Also, trying a bunch of different shit, because I was like a photo assistant for years, I shot photos for people yeah. for years, and then like even did like art department stuff, like set, working sure. with set designers and like building shit and it's like so that shit's super fun that's so rewarding it's super fun it's just it's like sometimes the hours are insane and then and then also it's like trying to uh i guess until you get like established as someone who's working on that stuff all the time it can be real hit and miss as far as like when you when you get to work you know yeah so no definitely you're always running around trying to hustle up gigs or whatever but i mean that that's the same with everything else i guess yeah that shit's super fun though yeah, build, I highly suggest building stuff. Yeah, like building, building stuff. weird props and shit. Oh hell yeah. yeah! Or that and like it's so funny because you're like, oh, I got you know, I'm gonna like build this thing and paint this thing and make it look like it should be a normal thing in the world. And then you're like, and then I'm gonna go over there and like fluff that pillow just right. <laughs> <laughs> you're also gonna stand behind the uh, first AD who's right. gonna scream art department every uh, 15 minutes. I, so. I, I, I've learned that like ADs are a certain breed, like a different breed of person. Yeah. Like they're their own, like they're, they're in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Power to the people who can do that. I don't know. Well, 
Um, I need to take the dogs out for a walk. Oh, yeah. and then go to band practice. But I think I think that I think that's pretty good. I think I think we kind of summed it up. I think we up. got something. Yeah, I think we I think we got a good uh, good solid <laughs> episode here. <laughs> Sweet. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right.